0: Simone Talks on the clock. Welcome back to What a Word Podcast by Simone Talks. You already know I am back with another episode. Last week we talked about healthy boundaries. I can't say no. This week it's just emotions taking me over. <laughs> I can't sing, but this week we're going to be talking about emotional boundaries. If you haven't already, make sure you go follow me on my social media sites, which is Simone Talks, of course, and make sure, you take, make sure you check out my previous seasons because I have six of them. Yes, I have six seasons of Waterword Podcast, so make sure you check those other episodes out as well. But like I said, we're diving into emotional boundaries because sometimes we do allow, like, like my good sis said, we do allow emotions to take us over. So the first thing I want to say is emotional boundaries involve separating your feelings from another person's feelings. That's what emotional boundaries is. And in order to understand your emotional boundaries, you have to be in touch with your feelings to establish these emotional boundaries. Because if you don't know what you're feeling, if you have your feelings attached to other people's feelings, then guess what? Your emotional boundaries are just going to be all over the place all over the place you know they're just gonna be everywhere so one thing I have noticed is that our the way that we see and handle emotional boundaries begin early in our lives like first it starts in our family it starts in our friendships it starts like it starts at home emotional boundaries that we set let's just be honest they start at home and the way that the violations of emotional boundaries work is that it causes you to take responsibilities for another person's feelings, it allows you to let other feelings, other people's feelings dictate your own, you sacrifice your own needs to please others, you blame others for your problems and you accept responsibility for theirs. It's just like saying, okay, let's say Somebody did something to you that you didn't deserve. Let's say you had a little boo thing, right? And your little boo thing was, you know, violating you, doing stuff that they didn't need to do. Because you don't have those emotional boundaries set in stone, you're allowing, you're going to take ownership and responsibility and say, oh my gosh, it's all my fault where they're cheating me like this. You're going to assume responsibilities for their feelings and their faults, the things that they're dealing with that has nothing to do with you. And that is not OK. That is not OK to take on someone else's emotions and use that as a reason or a justification of how someone treats you. That's a no, no. We're not doing that no more. I also want to say that when you ha- when you don't have emotional boundaries, you have to notice like and this goes into what I just said. You have to notice when you feel guilty, ashamed or set upset or undervalued like it's like you like i just said you take on the guilt of what someone else did to you when it's not your fault and has nothing to do with you you get upset and then you question your value and you you're really being undervalued because you're allowing them to take their emotions and their problems out on you which is not okay it's not okay and a lot of times we allow this to happen Because we fear the consequences of the relationship we set with people. We don't know. We don't know how to set boundaries and be comfortable. Let me rephrase that. We, some people, I'm not going to say we, some people, and I've had this problem. That's why I say we, because like I said, I'm going to call myself out before I call others out. Some people are afraid to set boundaries with people because they feel like the relationship is going to fail or they're gonna make the person feel a certain way. And do you know where these these feelings stem from? These feelings of fear can stem from abandonment, possibly losing the relationship, fear of being judged, or fear of hurting other people's feelings. And a lot of times um, we have to, and people think that they're selfish, but sometimes you have to put yourself first And I had I ain't gonna lie I had to learn this the hard way. One of the biggest things that I did when it came to emotional boundaries, especially with men, is that I never like really I I was so fearful of losing relationships, and and not even just with men with friends I was so fearful of losing relationships with people. I wanted people in my life so bad that I just let them treat me any type of way. Like (laughs) they would walk all over me. They would talk to me crazy. Like, it was so many things that happened. And just like a fool, not a fool, just like a traumatic and hurt person, and a fool, I just took it. I'm just gonna be real. I just took it. I took the hurt. I took the pain. I took the guilt. I took taking and consuming their feelings, their emotions, everything that they were going through. I just took that on myself. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I took on so many people's problems. I took on so many people issues that I don't even think people understand how much taking on other people's emotion, emotional issues and problems affect your mental health. Like, I can't even lie. Now that I sit here and when I sit and think about the stuff that I've been through, I can honestly say that a lot of it stemmed from being... Having the fear of setting emotional boundaries. Like I told y'all, I hoarded people. I don't want to lose friends. I don't want to lose a man. I, let me I didn't want to lose friends. I didn't want to lose a man. I didn't want to lose people in my life because having these people around it was just like satisfying to my spirit, to my soul. Like the trauma in me, the hurt in me, whatever it was that was connected to the people, I didn't want them to do that. And I never set emotional boundaries. And a lot of times we don't even realize that we don't even have emotional boundaries with people because we we've, we haven't learned how to set emotional boundaries with others. For an example, I see this post all the time. And it says, and this is not to bash anyone. It says toxic it is toxic. It doesn't matter. It's a family member, a friend, a job, whatever. Toxic is toxic. And I feel like because we we weren't taught how to set emotional boundaries with family first, with friends, early friendships growing up as a child, with peer pressure, with things that we went through, we allow stuff to just happen out of fear of abandonment or losing a relationship or being judged or feeling like we hurting someone else's feelings like and I and I'm not gonna lie today I find myself when it comes to emotional boundaries I have gotten a lot better with it but sometimes I do find myself fearing hurting other people's feelings but then they will say something or do something and it hurt my feelings I'll be sitting looking like a boo boo the boo, and it's just like sometimes when you set emotional boundaries you have to be not only cautious and aware of other people's feelings, but you definitely have to be cautious and aware of your own feelings, your own emotions, because it's one thing I have learned dealing with life. People will come into your life, put their burdens, their emotions, their trauma, whatever it is that they're going through, they will take that stuff and put it on you. And depending on if they stay in your life or not, most times they don't stay in your life they're going on they're going to go on their merrily way after they've dumped all of this stuff on you and move on with their life when you're stuck trying to get over work through get help on dealing with what has happened and that's why I want to talk about setting emotional boundaries because if you set emotional boundaries with people, then them bringing their their burdens to you. They probably, it would it would even go the way that it normally goes. go. Let's just be real. If you set emotional boundaries for people, it would not flow the way that it flows most of the time. And it's very important, especially when it comes to your mental health, to have emotional boundaries. Because we fail to realize how much our emotions take a toll on us. Like feelings emotions it's just a lot that go hand in hand with your mental stability and that's why I really want to talk about this topic because I feel like it's a lot of things that we don't really understand when it comes to setting emotional boundaries so um How do I say this? Because y'all know I don't don't be wanting to offend people, but setting emotional boundaries are very healthy. I do want to say that because when it comes to your emotions, strong boundaries protect your self-esteem and your identity as an individual. when it comes to making the right choices for yourself and not allowing people to bring so this is this is how this is how I look at it when it comes to emotional boundaries sometimes when we don't have emotional boundaries we will allow the we will allow the storm of others to consume us that's the big, to me, that's the biggest thing when it comes to emotional boundaries. You can be connected to someone. You can love someone. But sometimes when it comes to your emotional stability, you have to be able to draw a line at, um, at what you can handle and what you can't handle. like emotional boundaries are your own invisible force field and you are in charge of protecting it and a lot of times we don't realize how important this is for us to set consistently set (laughs) healthy emotional boundaries like it can be difficult but it is definitely important. And the best way to identify when your emotional boundaries are being crossed is by staying tuned into your feelings. You know, a lot of red flats we ignore, which include discomfort, resentment, I said this already, stress. Anxiety, anxiety, guilt, and fear. And we don't realize that these feelings stem from being taken advantage of or not feeling appreciated because we don't set proper emotional boundaries. Um, a lot of times, this is something that I I've realized is that I'll get mad when certain people don't treat me a certain way, but it's like okay, Simone. You haven't said emotional boundaries, and we, we want to, and I said this in my last episode, we want to be like Christ and be in his image so much that we think that it's not okay to say emotional boundaries, that we have to save everybody, that we have to take the burdens on of everybody, that we have to suffer. That we have to sacrifice, that we have to lose our mind, that all of these things have to happen, and that's not always true. that is not always true and i do want I would do want you to think about this when it comes to your emotional boundaries. think about the people who you're around. think about the people who feel like like when you you know when something when you don't have proper emotional boundaries with people and think about how you feel around these people do the following statements ring true when it comes to these people you can't ask for what you need you feel criticized you feel responsible for their feelings you seem to take on their moods you are often nervous, anxious, or resentful around them because you haven't set proper emotional boundaries. You can't ask for what you need. You feel criticized. You feel responsible for their feelings. I'm, I'm saying this again. You seem to take on their moods. You are often nervous, anxious, Or resentful around them. Think about your relationships with people. And the people that you feel this way around them. These things that I just saying. Think about it. I really want you to think about your relationships with people. I want you to think about this. And. I said this before and I'm going to say this again when thinking about these people, please understand that because you don't have proper emotional boundaries, this can lead to relying on other people for your happiness. Relying on other people to make decisions for you. This will push you to lose parts of your own identity because you're you're afraid to ask for what you need, you feel criticized, you're taking on their moods, their emotions, their feelings, you're getting lost. You're getting lost in what they're doing that you lose your own identity. And this is so important. I want you to understand that um, I'm gonna go into how comfortable we are with standing up for ourselves. How comfortable are you? Are how comfortable are you with standing up for yourself? How comfortable are you with verbalizing your feelings? How comfortable are you with expressing your needs? How comfortable are you with these things? Now I, I I broke it down. I've given you so many different nuggets to think about. So let's get into the steps to build better boundaries. Number this is this is before I get into the five steps of it. Steps to building better boundaries, emotional boundaries begin with knowing and understanding what your own limits are. Knowing and understanding what your own limits are. We know when someone comes with their own emotions and their own moods and their own problems, whether we can handle taking them on or not. (laughs) So you know it. You just have to understand it. You also need to understand who you are, what you are responsible for, and what you are not responsible for. You cannot save somebody. You cannot take on someone else's emotions and change their situation. You can pray about it. You can give over to God. You can allow God to handle it, but you cannot handle it. But guess what you are responsible for? Let's break this down. You are responsible for your happiness. You are responsible for your behavior. You are responsible for your choices. And you are responsible for your feelings and emotions. And like I just said, you are not responsible for someone else's happiness. You are not responsible for someone else's behaviors. You are not responsible for someone else's choices or feelings. You are not responsible for those things. Yes, you can help with them, but someone's happiness, happiness starts with them. Someone's behaviors, number one, behaviors are formed at the start of their development within their home. Their choices, they're going to make them whether you stop them or not. this And this is one of the hardest things that we, we don't understand. Is you could talk to somebody until their face turned blue, but they're still ultimately going to do what they want to do. And another, you're not responsible for their feelings and their emotions because you truly, we don't, we don't know what someone is going through mentally. They can express to us what it is, but we really don't know what they're going through so we cannot be responsible for their feelings or their emotions we can be there for them with boundaries proper boundaries so that you won't take on the the burden the pain the suffering that they're going through and not be able to not being able to do what you need to do So um, I do want to say emotional boundaries also fall into categories of time, energy, and values. Also be aware of boundary traps in relationships. (laughs) The following scenarios may seem familiar. Start by recognizing, and this is is a part of emotional boundaries because relationships play a big toll in our emotions. So let's let's just be real. Some people fall into these. I'm not going to fallen into some of these. I am nobody if I'm not in a relationship. My identity comes from my partner and I will do anything to make this person happy. That's number one when it comes to boundary traps in relationships. I've been that person. I'll keep it a buck with you. I'm going to keep it. We, we real raw, transparent and vulnerable over here. So, I'm going to tell you the truth. I have been that person. I have been that person that I felt I am nobody if I'm not in a relationship. And my identity did come from my partner. And I did any and everything to make that person, to make people happy. I, I have been there. And in the end, I drove myself crazy. Number two. This is what we assume. This is better than the last relationship I was in. Um... (laughs) Drake has this song and oh my gosh what is the name of this song he talks about your type and a lot of times we don't understand that we meet the same people in different bodies and it has nothing to do with them but everything to do with us but I'm gonna just leave that there Number three, I spend all my time involved in my partners' goals and activities. There just isn't enough time left to do what I want to do. Oh, This was me. I'm not gonna lie. This was this this was me not only with partners, but with, with friends. I I would take on people's businesses, their ideas, and guess what? Didn't have the time, didn't have enough time to do what I need to do for me. Did not. Did not. And if I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough for me, and I say something, guess what? I would think I would be letting them down. I felt I would feel like I was doing something wrong. And that's not, a, that's not true. You can have emotional boundaries. You can have time boundaries. You can have value boundaries. You can have so many different boundaries. In helping others and still making sure you have enough time to do what you need to do to stay afloat to have your own identity, identity, and to be mentally stable. This is my favorite one that i that people love to say. My partner would be lost without me <laughs> They just couldn't live without me um. And I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way. For someone to solely be dependent on you and to say that they would be lost without you, that is not a good thing. Because let's just be re- having a partner. One of y'all may go, you know, God may call you home first. And it takes a lot of strength to be able to move on without that person. And let's say you have a family with this person. If your partner is going to be lost without you, that means your kids are going to be lost without you. That means the responsibilities and the things that need to be done will not be properly set or accomplished because this person has solely consumed their identity and who they are within someone else. So this one right here, people love to say this, Oh, they can't live without me. They won't be able to do X, Y, and Z without me. And it's not always true. And it's not always good either. I do want to say that. It's not always good to say that someone needs you. They can't survive without you. That's not always good. Because that's not healthy. I'm just going to be real. that. To me, that's not healthy. I've been the person, oh, I'm so lost without you. I can't live without you. I don't want to lose you. And in me feeling that way, I lost myself. I lost my mind. I lost me. I lost my identity in saying I was lost without someone. And they just went on with their life like it was nothing while I was stuck dealing with these emotions and these things that I was feeling because I had to all that I had and put it into this person and I was lost. So that's how I feel about that one. Please take the time to have your own identity so that you won't feel like you would be lost without you or your partner would be lost without you. Because I, I you can love someone, be in love with somebody, adore them, you know, but it's not healthy. I'm, I just have to be honest. It's not healthy. Um... Number five, if I if I just give it more time, the relationship will get better. <laughs> if I just give it more time, she's gonna change. If I just give it more time, he's gonna change. Even if friendships, if I just give it more time, they'll understand where I'm coming from. If I just give it a little bit more time, you know, things are gonna shift. Um sometimes that is true. Other times you have to be you have to be wise and have discernment and understand what's happening. If it doesn't get better, maybe that's not what's meant to be. Maybe that's not what God has for you when it comes to people being in your life in general. Like, if it's not getting better. Because I saw this video and it says, when it comes from God, it comes with peace and confirmation, not confusion and questions. So if, if it has to take time to get better and it's not peace and confirmation, then baby, it's confusion and questions and you need to reconsider your friendship and your relationship. You need to talk to God about it. I'm just going to be honest. I've been there. I honestly been there. Oh, it's going to get better with time. Oh, I'm just going to talk to you about how I feel. You're going to change and I'm going to change and we're going to work this out. And that wasn't even the case. It got worse over time. It got worse over time and time was wasted. Let's just be honest. But everything is a lesson and a blessing though. That's the good thing about everything we go through. It's a lesson and a blessing in it. But however, if we have wisdom and discernment, we can save our time because we can't get that back. You can't get your time back. Um, The last and the final one. Most of the time, the relationship is great. Okay, well, occasionally it is and that's enough for me. You know like maybe 20 30% of the time the the relationship is great the other 80 to 70 to 80% I'm losing my mind I'm stressed out I don't think they love me I don't know if this is for me but that's enough for me why settle why settle why why settle Why why settle? I just want to be honest why settle? why settle in relationships? why settle in friendships? why settle with people just for it to be enough for you when you can get full the full love that you deserve the full support that you deserve why settle Why settle? Now, <laughs> let's get into setting emotional boundaries. I want, I just, I'm just trying to be as real and as transparent as I can be. Because I'm not going to lie. I look at the internet. I, I listen to previous people I've known, people I know now. And I just listen. And I'm like, set emotional boundaries. Know your worth. Know your value. You don't have to suffer through friendships, love, and all of these things. Like why why have we made these things okay why why haven't we made setting emotional boundaries okay why haven't we made setting boundaries in general okay why 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 isn't you <laughs> you being okay important and I saw this quote and I have to share this because I feel like it's needed in 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 this text right now I feel like Taking care of myself doesn't mean me first. It means me too. What about you? What about you? What about you? What about you? But um, I'm about to end this off with setting emotional boundaries. This is what I want you to do. I want you to make a commitment if you identify with any of these things I've talked about in this episode of It's Just Emotions Taking Me Over. Let's set some emotional boundaries. Make a commitment to yourself to put your own identity, needs, feelings, and goals first. It is okay to do these things. It is okay. Healthy. Healthy, healthy emotional boundaries come from believing, believing that you are okay just the way you are. You know, if it's conducive to your purpose and, you know, you cleaned up things, you need to clean up the word of okay? You know, you're okay just the way you are. Commit to letting go of fixing others. Commit to letting go of fixing others. Taking responsibility for the outcomes. Of others' choices. Take your responsibility. Uh, take your responsibility for the outcomes of others' choices. Saving or rescuing others. Saving or rescuing others. Needing to be needed. Needing to be needed. Changing yourself to be like. Changing yourself to be like, Say it with me. I'm, I'm saying these twice so you can say it with me. Or depending on others for appro- approval. Depending on others for approval. And this is, this is what needs to be done in setting emotional boundaries. Step outside of everyone else and step into you. So you can set these boundaries, heal what you need to heal, get through what you need to get through and accomplish what you need to accomplish. And a lot of times we don't understand that we have to set emotional boundaries, not only for ourselves and others, but because our purpose is greater than what we're in right now. But um, I, I got, you know, <laughs> Five, five, five things to, you know, make a list of boundaries, um, ways to strengthen what you're going through. Um, so I'm going to give them to you. I want you to write them down. I also want to say visualize yourself setting them and finally assertively communicate with others what your boundaries are and when they cross them. Also remember this is a process. This is a process. This is not an overnight success. It takes time, especially based on how you were raised and how you're still moving about when it comes to your emotions. It's gonna take time. Trust me, it took me time to set emotional boundaries to say, you know what, I can't have that conversation today. I can't. I I don't even have the mental t- capacity to take on your issues right now. You like, I even have moments where I can have conversations with people and the way the conversation flows, it has me thinking like, Simone, are you tripping? Are you wrong for how you feel? Are you wrong for what you say? And it's like, okay, you need to set emotional boundaries because this is just draining you and you don't need that. But this is a process. So allow yourself time. Start with a small, non-threatening boundary emotional boundary, <laughs> and see how, you know, certain steps go before taking on more things to create strong emotional boundaries. Strong emotional boundaries. And I do want to say I want to give you five five steps <laughs> to start with. Um, number one, speak up. Speak up. That's number one. Speak up about what emotional boundaries are consuming you. As far as like whether you're taking on you're trying to rescue people, the feelings of others, not feeling like you can ask for help, feeling criticized, like speak up, write it down first before you speak up. So this is what I do. I um I made a list of the different relationships and people in my life, and based on each name, I went through, and I wrote how the relationship with These people have impacted me emotionally, spiritually, physically, whatever it is. I started with emotional boundaries first because we have emotional connections to people before anything. So I made my list. I wrote down, you know, what they do, you know, how how our relationship is. That was step one for me. I wrote it down and then, you know, I prayed about it. I spoke to my therapist about it because it was just like, oh, no, this is not okay. Then the next thing I had to do was honor what's important to me by choosing to put myself first. So after I identified my relationships, I identified what I needed to work on within those relationships seek help about it. I had to honor what was important to me and put me first because I had noticed that in some of my relationships and friendships and situationships that people would come to me with what they had and not care about me and how it took a toll on me or how I was feeling, how my day was going, how my emotions were. So I had to take a step back and honor what was important to me and put me first. Number three, I had to drop the guilt and responsibilities of others. Like I said, I hoard people. I feel, I, I still do with this. I be feeling guilty for giving up on people. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I don't continue to be their friend and be in their life, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. God has shown me this. They have to listen to me. They have to do what I say. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It might not be okay. I know this is happening and this is going on. They're going through this. But I had to give it over to God. I had to give it over to God because I was just driving myself crazy. I can't even lie to you. I had to drop the guilt and responsibilities for others and give it completely over to the Lord. That was number three. Um, Number four, I did share personal information gradually. I, I did. This is something that I, I had to learn. Because if you know me, I am I have no problem talking with you, sharing how I feel, over and over my emotions. You know, I want to be honest and transparent with people so they can know what they're getting before they create connections with me. And I had to learn to gradually share my personal information in the mutual way. Instead of volunteering, hey, I'm Simone, this is me. I had to learn, too, because I would feel like I started, I had moments where I felt like, okay, I'm pouring out my heart to these people. whether well, it was a relationship or a friend. I was like, I'm, I'm been 100% vulnerable and transparent, and it's not reciprocated. So I had to learn, instead of getting offended and hurt, to be wise and have discernment in who and how the relationship was going. And accepting it for what it was and not what I was trying to make it to be. Um, the last one, stick to your boundaries. Stick to your boundaries and speak up when they cross them. That's that's number five. Stick to your boundaries and speak up when they cross them. When they cross them. Um, when you start, I'm going to be real, when you start to shift and and set these boundaries, you you will feel a change in the relationships around you. And that is normal and that is okay. Um, I want to encourage you to continue to simply stick to your boundaries. Continue to con- communicate what's important to you, what you need. Um, matter of fact, use the broken record technique. And repeat it, I ain't gonna say repeat it as many times as you need to. Repeat it, after a while, if they don't get it, then you, you need to reevaluate and take some steps back. Um, Healthy relationships with people, they have a balance to give and take. Um, and in healthy relationships with people, whether it's a friend, whether it's a significant other, you feel calm, you feel safe, you feel, you feel supported, respected. In a sense, you feel taken care of, like, um, like me, I, I'm not asking for help is one of the hardest things for, things for me to do, but if I feel like you will, you know, take care of me, if I need help, then I can, I will be comfortable with doing it, um, and unconditional acceptance, like, people who really care about you will accept you for who you are, who you're working to become, and all of those different things, um, All right, so I just want to end off with saying that when you set good emotional boundaries, um, the signs that you will see is great emotional health, self respect, and strength. Um, a lot of times we fail to realize that we we teach people how to treat us. So set high standards for those you surround yourself with. And set boundaries for yourself as well so that people won't cross your emotional boundaries, treat you any type of way, and bring, you know, more than you can handle. Um, let go of feeling that you don't deserve what you give out. You need to expect to be treated in the same loving way that you treat others. And... It's okay to desire that. Um, And with setting emotional boundaries, I'm just going to be real. You will possibly lose certain connections. And it's not going to be easy. But after that, uh, you know, you will soon find yourself surrounded by people who respect you, who care about your needs and your feelings, and people who treat you with kindness. Because your emotional stability, your emotional boundaries, has a big part to it, plays a big role in your mental health. And that is so important to make sure you have those boundaries so that you won't, you know, lose your mind (laughs) or. Go through situations and wonder, like, your value, why people treat you a certain way, why is this happening? Setting emotional boundaries will save a lot of things. I'm just gonna be real with you. In me learning how to properly set emotional boundaries and understanding that it's okay to set healthy emotional boundaries, I realized that, um, one, it was okay. And two, that it's helpful and it's conducive. It's very conducive to not only my purpose, but how I view myself, my mental health, and everything else around me. So I just want to encourage you to set healthy emotional boundaries. If you already have them set, I just want to say I'm proud of you. That is a great thing because our emotions, I don't think people understand our emotions play a big toll in everything that we go through. Um, and I do want to end off with saying to, you know, trust God, pray and trust God and whatever he shows you, whatever you feel, whatever He reveal, trust him because on the other side of the boundaries, you don't want to say it's something so much greater. And thank you for tuning in to what a word, what a word, what a word, what a word podcast with Simone Talks. Like always, be sure to subscribe, share my podcast with everybody that you know, listen to my previous seasons. And if you have any questions, topics, concerns, you can email me at simonetalls at gmail.com. And always remember, your testimony is your purpose, and your purpose is your what? Power! Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. And set those emotional boundaries because it's needed.